Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for joining us this week as I bring Juliette Bastian to the conversation. She is the founder and CEO of GEM Enterprises and helps women who are looking for a way to transition from a more formally structured work style or career into doing what they would love to do and forging their own path that greatness just expresses as me. For you. So whether you're a woman looking to make a transition or anyone who's looking for ways to really dig into what makes us shine in our own unique ways, this conversation is for you. I'm so glad you're here with us. Enjoy. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you with me this week. This is going to be a fantastic conversation with my dear friend, Juliette Bastian. Let me tell you a little bit about Juliette before we just dive right in. Juliette is the CEO and founder of Gem Enterprises. She's bringing over 30 years of business, organizational development, communication, change management, and creative expression experience to all of her endeavors. Juliet's passion to help people achieve their best is the inspiration behind the creation of GEM, which means greatness just expresses as me. After a 25-year career in the corporate world, she suddenly found herself transitioning to an entrepreneurial lifestyle, struggling for clarity around her life's purpose and her dreams. The challenges appeared to be daunting until she discovered the key to successfully transition through various phases of life. I'm going to let her unravel the rest of this as we dig in. Juliet, thank you for joining me. You are welcome. Look, see, unraveling. <laughs> I get new tools all the time. My little gem pins. I love the gem. Ooh, you've got more than one. I That's do. I'm going to have know. to get you one. I'm going to have to score a prize from you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I actually, <laughs> oh, where's my other one? I had different kinds. I had a pearl, but did you get my pearl, Susie? <laughs> I've been sneaking around in your office. Sneaking around, I tell you. So I love that you have this diversity of experience. You've done so many different things. I think that's why we connected as soon as we met, because I've led kind of a varied life myself. Yes, yes. And I spent a long time doing a great job at doing work for other people before mm -hmm. I finally decided what is really important is something I just have to do and express in my own way. And I finally started carving my own path. So yeah. how did you get from this space after so much time and success in the corporate world and say, enough is enough? Well, there's <laughs> two parts to the journey. <laughs> so they say, well, that's a deep subject, right? There's two parts to the journey. So I always say, 
Um, and I call them major life transitions because they are, right? It, it just happens to, you know, one could be going from having a career and then switching what that looks like in the job that you do. But there are a lot of transitions that go on in life. And so my, and they can be expected or they can be unexpected. So my first one was unexpected, which really pushed me in and launched me into it. The one I went through one most recently and that was expected. Either way, it's still really kind of thinking about what goes with that. And, you know, you get this because, and thank you, because you're all about really managing the stress around that. Um, so the first one was unexpected where I had a career, I was doing well. Here's what I defined as doing well, working 10, 14, 15 hour days, uh, six and a half days out of the week. And uh, I think, oh, you know what though? But here was the thing I did really well because I would take Sunday off. Here's what I would do. I would take Sunday off. I live about an hour from Los Angeles with no traffic on the road. And actually we can laugh and say this now, no traffic is COVID traffic, right? When there's no traffic. <laughs> That's about an hour from LA. But pre-COVID pre and probably back to now, it's about a two and a half hour stress-free drive. <laughs> so that was my Sunday is I would pack up all of my work and I would drive stress-free down to the beach. And then I would pay, I think it was $2 for two hours parking at the beach. And I take my chair and I take my umbrella and my juice and all of my, uh, my uh, bag full of work. And I'd slack it on there, plop everything there and sit and work, but I'm relaxing. That was success. It was, Susie, I swear. And then after the two hours, pack it all up, two hours stress-free home. And I'd sleep for maybe another three, I was averaging about three or four hours to get up and start that cycle again. And yeah, you know, it was good. And I thought that that was really what I was supposed to do and what I was about. I was so devoted to that. Politics happened longer story. But at the end of that, I walked away from that career because I was so stressed. And Susie, maybe you can appreciate that we get stressed and we don't even know that we are stressed until we're out of it. And we look back and we're, see, I can laugh now and say, this was relaxing. But at the time, I didn't think that I truly believed this was my break. But I was stressed the whole time, right. And there were subtleties that started showing up physically. I was younger then, so your body sustains more. You know, mm -hmm. like kids are resilient. You can throw them against the wall, they bounce back and stuff like do that now, that doesn't happen. So, you know, I really thought that I was handling it and I was managing it, and it was for me. Because of the circumstance and it was unexpected, it forced me to say, Oh, wow, it's like you're running and you hit a wall and you sit down, and you're like, oh, I just hit a wall. What do I do now? And so it forces you to assess your circumstance that you're in, in a different way. Before that, I was so busy doing and being caught up in the activity and managing it, just putting out fires and thinking that's was what was me. I didn't take the time in that environment, in that vehicle to use it to my advantage to identify how did I show up in that environment versus how does that environment engulf me? 
Mm-hmm. And I totally resonate with what you're saying. And I think that a lot of people will as well, if they've ever had the opportunity or had to take that experience where it's not until you stop that you realize just how caught up we get in that rat race. They call it a rat race for they a do. reason, right? We don't realize the stress that we're carrying until we push pause, we get sidelined because of health issues. And then suddenly there's that awakening. And we wonder what were we working so hard to mm-hmm. get to? Mm-hmm. They're always saying too, it's like life will give you clues and it will give you opportunities to really learn lessons that you're supposed to learn. I call them blessings or blessings, blessings and lessons, <laughs> right? And, you know, they start off kind of small, right? Real subtle. Like, you know what? Tap, tap, tap. There's something here. And you're right. We get in that rat race. Like, I don't have time to deal with that, right? You know, it's like, I don't have time to take a vacation. I'll just drive to the beach. That's how I'll do it, right? And then life hit me because that blessing, I wasn't paying attention to the little triggers along that journey until it had to hit me and knock me out of that cycle. <laughs> so my mind, you know, Susie, Susie knows me. <laughs> Something comes in my mind, you know, I don't share all of it, but I'll share some. So it's like you're at the gym and you're on the treadmill, right? And you can imagine it's like somebody wants to use it and you're like, I'm just running, I'm just running, I'm just running. And somebody's like, get off. And you're like, well, hey, you know, I was doing good right now. What am I going to do? I'm used to doing this. And that's right. what happens, right. you know, when an unexpected change in your life happens. And like you said, it could be health which happens a lot, you know, it could be circumstances. COVID is impacting a lot of people now where you're just bumped off of that treadmill. And now you're, ooh, you walk, you walk in a different way and you're not seeing the same thing over and over again, right? What is a treadmill? You're running, you're running and you're going nowhere. You shared with me that picture from the essentialism book, right? (laughs) All of this energy and not moving anywhere. And that's can be what it don't get me wrong. Treadmills are good for those that like that. I'm not dissing (laughs) treadmill. Recognize (laughs) when it has served its purpose and step off. (laughs) Right. Right. Now, here's another thing that comes to me when you're on that treadmill, you learn to say, while I'm on here, what are the benefits that I can pull that serve me to help me grow better? Mm-hmm. So even though I'm seeing the same thing and I'm doing the same thing, then the benefits of that, and when I, I used to go to the gym and I would always start off, we start off warming up on the treadmill, but that was my time to really think because the activity that I was doing was repetitive enough. It pulled me from focusing on that enough to really kind of connect and solve problems or solutions or questions I had going. So that served me well, you know, at that point. Um, And then, you know, in addition to it was the, the benefits of it. Now, so I say that to say when you're in a career and you're in that treadmill, and if you're in that situation now or any other situation, think about who you are And in this environment and in this circumstance, what can I learn from this to help me be a better gem or a better package of all the things that come together to create me, the gem that is me? And if you do that, then that helps you rise above any circumstance that you find yourself in, whether it's a positive one or one that's not so positive. 
Beautiful. I love that. Perspective is powerful and it can be easy to lose it because we've got so much influence, so much input coming in. And I'm big on permission lately. We need to give ourselves permission <laughs> to find those opportunities to step back enough that we can keep regain, rediscover right. our perspective. So see, oh, peas. this is great. Uh, uh, you said power, right? Perspective is powerful. And you also said there was another P. I was catching all the P's. I usually write notes. <laughs> oh, permission. That was good. Permission. That's what it was. Permission <laughs> is powerful, right? <clears throat> so I love it because you're right. Permission is powerful. It helps put things in perspective for you. And, and that's great, you know? And, and the, it probably comes from the years of being in local government. They would acronize everything. PPP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. We want to go with that. We can reframe that. <laughs> Permission is powerful perspective. Ah, there we ah, go. It's look, coming together. Created something here. <laughs> it's all synergy. I love it. I love making those connections and connecting the dots. That's one of my favorites. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. And it's nice to have these platforms like you have to be able to have these conversations because it is this dialogue that helps us really open up and you know, bring through us and out, you know, to the world and to each other, some of these concepts and these thoughts that help everyone. Yes, thank you. And that's what lights me up about the work that you're doing, because I know when I was in the grind <laughs> or on the treadmill, yes. <laughs> wa waking up on Monday and wishing it was Friday, I didn't know how else. And it just seems so overwhelming and complicated that well, right. it's not broken enough. I don't need to fix it yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, perspective helps. <laughs> I can just put a patch on it, you know, <laughs> I'll plug this hole and then, you know, to be good. <laughs> and how many of us have done that? There's something wrong in the house and you're like, I don't have time to, you know, work on this or fix that. I'm just going to patch it for right now. And, you know, yeah. I'm just admit I do that. <laughs> Come back around when I'm able Come to. Back around. Oh, hey. Oh, I'll get round to it. There it is. There it is. I knew this would come in handy. <laughs> the intimacy. That don't know. I did flash this. This is when we put things off, right? And we procrastinate. So as I said, we were talking earlier about, you know, you get subtle hints. And then if you don't take it, it really hits you. So this is something someone shared with me a long time ago, but it is indicative of round to it, right? So don't put it off. Uh, and say you're going to get round to it, take at least some small action, even if it is, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not quite sure. I, and maybe it's just as small as saying something is not working for me, right? Because it doesn't feel good. So let me sit in this moment and explore that and see what I can do to move around that. Mm. Oh, I got another P word. Today's a P word, peace right? Peace. Yes. Please let's give ourselves permission to sit in a space, right? We, we can get that inner peace. And in that inner peace and sitting in that space is where we find the calm. And for me, I don't know if this is true for you, Susie, I would suspect that it is, is that when you quiet your mind and you really listen a lot of times answers will come to you and it's it's amazing right 
I don't think we can really explain it other than just be quiet. <laughs> yeah, peace. But yeah. Well, and I think that's really interesting. And I'd love to know what people think about this because from my point of view, I see a lot of people doing anything they can to avoid those spaces and places of quiet mm -hmm. when they might be getting those insights and really taking a closer look at what's working for them and what isn't. It's right. like we're afraid of creating that space because we're not sure what's going to come with it. Mm -hmm. So look what happened in the world at the beginning of 2020 and what we're coming out of. What did that do for so many people in the world who were in that situation? They were always, I'm just out doing this. I got to do this. I have a friend. And whenever I used to call this individual, they would tell me about the gazillion things they were doing. And I used to always say, this person is busy being busy. <laughs> you know? But they would tell you how busy they were. But with COVID, it forced so many of us, all of us really, to stop. And I really believe to a certain extent for whatever reason, this world needed to do that, to be able to hear and to see what we were creating that didn't serve us collectively um, well. And so we, we see a lot of things coming out of that. You know. Absolutely. And, and to your point, I've been thinking for a long time, you know, I see people struggling um, and wishing they could get back to normal. Big air quotes on that. Get back to normal. Yeah. Normal wasn't serving us. You know, I think the much more important question to ask is what do we want our new normal to look like? What do we want to step into from here? Right. You know, rather than just put disregard all of the lessons, there were a lot of difficult lessons we had to take a yeah. look at. I yeah. mean, they got served up in every capacity over the last year. So how can we let that inform our path forward as opposed to thinking that those shoes that didn't fit were comfortable enough Right. I want to step back into that. <laughs> right. We were okay in those shoes that didn't fit. And it was fine to do the blisters and everything because, you know, we kept walking. Put a patch right? on it. Right, exactly. You're right. Put a patch on it. <laughs> New song for Beyonce. Put a patch on it. <laughs> and I know, uh, and I think some of the females can relate to this is, you know, Heels, oh my goodness, I would go at great lengths for heels. <laughs> I, I went through a period where I did not want anybody to see my bare feet because I had, you know, blisters and things wearing these shoes that I felt I had to wear. And, um, you know, you think about it when we're given permission, you know, I'm just going to circle back around. That's our thing <laughs> to allow ourselves to take those shoes off. And just really, they say there's a lot of grounding that goes on when you connect with Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you can think of an analogy is, do you want to really be busy avoiding that and just doing all of these things like wearing these shoes that don't fit, that are uncomfortable, that don't serve us? Or do you want to give yourself permission to take those off, be at peace, ground with, you know, what they call Mother Earth and be quiet so that you can then now reflect what does serve me? And what does that look like? So what we'll see, as you said, our new normal is going to be is people have learned to figure out and identify, you know what, I don't like doing that anyway. This is really much better, you know, um, and, and there are some families that 
they never connected. They have commercials and they, they kind of joke on this, but this is really a reality for many people is where you have the child. There's one commercial that comes to mind and the parents are on their phones. They're on their phones and they're texting and the child's like, yeah, I have a, uh, I have a field trip. And the parent's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, yeah. And um, so we're going to Mars and they're like, oh yeah, that's wonderful. And um, so, you know, I'll be back in like three years. I'm like, okay, let us know how it goes. And there was that disconnect. And so with what we had to create, now there's new bonding and different ways of bonding in family units and really appreciating, um, you know, different generations comes up for me as well. Those that have aging parents or grandparents, um, you know, being disconnected from younger generations and not talking to them as much or as often as they could. So that's a whole nother discussion, but it really is about always honoring yourself, I think is what it comes down to, you know? Absolutely. And um, I'm thinking back to what we were discussing before we made it on air, because we've been chatting a bit, because that's what we do when we get together. Um, and we were talking about creating a business and then recognizing that the business that we're creating isn't making us happy because we're getting all tied up in the things that we don't enjoy, right? And so to your point about bringing back those connections mm -hmm. and being present with our other generations, you know, this is an opportunity where as we're redefining what our next chapter looks like, we get to keep the value in those connections that we've been able to reestablish. Yeah, definitely. And not slip backwards. Yeah. I mean, in, in, I, I like this, and this is the process that I discovered, and it's been the most valuable thing. That's why it's a gem. And, and gem stands for greatness expresses as me, because nobody can show up the way I show up. Nobody can show up the way Susie shows up. Nobody can show up the exact same way as anybody who's listening or watching this can show up. But what is, I think, of utmost important to all of us is to not let what something or somebody else has defined as a particular thing. You were, we were talking about a business. So as we are out here and we're about, and we were just kind of laughing and saying, okay, well, a business model is this, and it includes this, this, and this. And we were both, because we're very similar in that respect. We're like, yeah, we don't like that part of it, you know, so much. <laughs> but we're able to say that and be okay with it and saying, you know what, we don't like that part. So what we get to create for ourselves, and this is where it gets exciting, right? Is what we get to create for ourselves is a container that holds us like a gem. Like when you get that gem in the package from the jeweler, it's in a nice little container that holds it, right? We get to create that for ourselves, but we can't create what that looks like and how comfortable we need it to be unless we really identify what is of value to us. Ooh, yeah. ooh, we got to keep know. going down this path. Now we're getting into some juicy stuff. Yeah. So you help women who are transitioning out of probably a, maybe a corporate job, a more traditional work structure Correct. and stepping into something of their own creation. And uh -huh. so how do you, so it starts, is, is that right? Like recognizing what's really most precious to us? Mm-hmm. 
So what I discovered and what I had strengths in, and I didn't realize it. And that was when I was saying, when you're on the treadmill, figure out when you're in that environment, what value you're getting from that. For the many years I was in that corporate job, the thing that I excelled in were the things that you read in the bio, which was change management, organizational development, and strategy. For whatever reason, strategy stuck with me. And it's a skill that I was like, okay, it was just what I did. But it is something that when I realized it, I created a way of, of thinking that said, I can create stuff. And if I thought of myself as a business, what does a business do? Well, they apply strategy to first assess what they bring to the table. There's something called a value proposition with businesses. And a value proposition for a business is just really just saying, this is why you pay me, because I'm going to give you this value, whether it's a product or whether it's a service. And you find it valuable because you like it for various different reasons. And you're willing to give me money or some form of value in exchange for that. So as we move through life, we have a personal value proposition. And until we're able to identify it and articulate it, how, why would we accept to receive a payment for how we show up unless in the way that we deserve to be rewarded unless we say, this is Juliet, I know this is what I bring to the table. I do strategy, but guess what? I also do fashion. So if you come and you see me in my strategic environment, you won't see that side. However, if I start expressing that I do things creatively because of the artistic aspects of it to what I bring to the table. Now you start thinking differently. And then if you can see that I can do separate creative fashion designs, now you start thinking about me differently, right? And now you can say, wow, okay, well, when she asks these prices, I get it because she's already told me this is the value and I resonate with that absent of that and this is where I the space that I was in because I've done my mother was an amazing seamstress and I was her apprentice since like birth basically <laughs> and so it is tough to make Barbie little Barbie pants I'm telling you I was in that for a long time but I can make amazing creations and, and I love to dance but that was on the back burner when I was in corporate because I allowed the corporate side of things, while it was fine, it consumed me and it wasn't my whole gem shining. So there was a part of it that was cloudy. And so when I hit that wall and I fell, it's because I had allowed that environment to define my value. Now it did define a part of it, but it didn't define all of it. So when I lost that that anchor or that tether to that, that is where I felt lost. And I felt I had no value. And then people that would see snippets of the other, you can do this, you could show up as like the next uh, Donna Karen, but that's not me. I don't desire to be that. But then I followed that because I didn't know I was letting something outside define what I, how I wanted it to show up. So that is a long explanation for that's really the first piece, but it is so important. We spend a, a lot of time on getting that because once you get that, everything else is clear. It's easy, right? Because then you go out and you see, this is what I'm about. Like I know Susie and we've known each other now 
for, um, it seems like a long time, but because we're very clear on who we are and what we like and what we don't like and how we show up, it makes it easier for me to know here's what I can dialogue with Susie about because that's what she's about, right? I know she is about being healthy and looking at what stresses you and having tools that help you do that. I know that about her because I know that this is what works, right? And she knows, you know, about me and the things that resonate with me. So we can have rich conversations about that. And then we can look for ways that we can add value to not only our lives and it's not just monetary, right? Because our friendship is so important to both of us that there's a value there. But then there's also the value in receiving monetary gifts. So when I work with, and right now, one of the groups are professional women. When I work with them, it is saying, what is your value? Now there's, you, you do that. And now you can stand in confidence because you have clarity. We're going to move to C's, Susie. I'm sorry. That's okay. We'll rock some C's. All right. So when you have clarity, right, about what you do and, uh, and what you're about now, are you much more confident? Absolutely. As you know, right. Mm-hmm. You, and most of us know, like when you don't know something, you're like kind of faking it, what they say, fake it until you make it. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I really don't know, but I'm going to act like I really know it. But when you can stand in to really understand, that's my, people now like to say superpower. That is my superpower. I own it. I claim it. You are that much more confident. With that, you make such great, amazing decisions. And guess what? You come across that way. People resonate to you. It's like magnets. Like magnets. And I want to grab something that you said earlier on, because I think this is a really important facet. We're going to get back into the facets in a minute, because I know this is a big part of how you roll. Um, The things that we do great come so easily to us that we don't recognize that this is one of our skills. You recognized almost in hindsight that you just had a knack for strategy. And now you get to put that forward in what you're doing. And when I heard that, that really like (laughs) gave me permission to, to recognize that some things that are easy for, and this is what I, what I heard someone telling me, It's easy for me, but it's not easy for everyone. It's not easy for everyone to bring play and have a positive point of view when you're looking at challenges, but that's just how I have to come up to it because otherwise I don't want anything to do with it, right? So so it's just something that I did and I didn't realize it was a choice or a skill that I developed. And so when you're talking about what is your core you know, talent, skill, and there can be a variety. I love that you've got your fashion information and along with your strategy, they don't seem like they land in the same place, but when you can synergize those things, boy, that's what really lights you up. So I love what we're talking about. So glad you picked that up because you're right. I was talking to on two occasions, actually earlier this week and last week, where there are, there are skills that you learn. Sometimes people say, well, you go to college or university and you get a degree and you have this, that, and the other, okay, well, I have a master's and I have a PhD. And so therefore those are the skills that I have, but there's things that you learn in from life. Okay. And like you said, there are things that you just came into this world doing naturally and it works well for you. I've enjoyed over the years, really watching children. And when they're young, watch what they do 
and what they spend their time on. And they just laugh and giggle and they do that forever. It may seem silly to us, but it's a really big clue about a skill set that may really be a big part of what their gem is. And, and it's individual, right? And I speak because I have no children, but really why I have a lot of nieces and nephews, but watching them gives you that indication. And you're so right, Susie. You look at artists, right? I have a dear friend of mine. He's an exceptional guitar player. For, since he was, you know, those stories of when they're five or six, you know, and they picked it up and they just naturally, I'm, there's no way. Like my father was a, a drummer. He had his own band. Not this one. <laughs> I got on the piano. He's like, you just need to stick with dancing. I was like, well, okay. You know, that's why it was easy to him, you know, and I frustrate, I think so. Now I have a sister who picks stuff up and she can play it. That is just something that you just came in with and you don't recognize it. And you may get frustrated when other people don't see things like you do because it's so easy to you. <laughs> Susie wouldn't, but I would. <laughs> you don't get the strategy with a, you know, I don't get that. So be careful because someone asked me this question, you know, about, well, actually she was saying, you know what? I like, um, I like doing this, but I don't like this aspect of it. I said, see, you don't, don't get yourself to where you're identifying with a package of skills that have been predefined by society or the world. Break it down. Because like you said, you can just repurpose it, if you will. And that's why I love coming up with Jim, because once I realized that these things didn't have to be at two odds and I didn't have to pick, that I could play in totality, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm just excited that this vehicle came to me and this vision of Jim came to me to tell me that you can package everything. And I truly believe that there's not one single skill that a person an individual brings to the table. There are so many facets, which I like facets to a gem <laughs> that are a part of that. And we just need to say, this is you. And these are all the different things that you bring. That is so cool. Let me step back and admire you. Yes, yes. We need to give ourselves, again, permission is my word of the day, apparently, that yeah. opportunity to recognize what we bring to the table, what we've learned, what we've honed along the way and, and what is already a part of the package rather than trying to fit ourselves into something that is more appropriate for someone else or fit someone else's model of the ideal. And you always know when that doesn't work, don't we? That's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So I, you know, we have, we have these conversations. And so we have one about things that we both feel are not really rubbing the right way. We're trying to put these shoes on, but we, we're reminding ourselves to give each other permission to say, you know what, it's okay. <laughs> right. Take what serves us, appreciate that, and let that inform the next, next step, next chapter, whatever that's going to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I know that resilience is something that's important to you, and, and it is to me as well. I think that... Um, People want to be resilient or think that they are. And I like to remind people that it doesn't come from life on easy street. You know, it comes from making it through those tough times. So what's your take on it or how can people lean into it or, you know, give themselves the space to develop this? 
Resiliency comes from a, there are, I, I say there's at least at base, three areas that you wanna remember. Of course, one has to do with Jim, go figure. But the first one is just really remembering that you are, give yourself permission to shine like the gem that you are and understand that you are greatness expresses as me, which only you can. As long as you remember that, it constantly reminds you to honor yourself. Mm -hmm. The second one is to understand that there are going to be circumstances that you can control or you can allow the circumstances to control you. Now, there are always going to be things that happen in your life that, you know, like COVID, we don't have a lot of control over. But what you do have control over is how your gem shines amongst that and what you need to do to protect yourself until you can take action to move out of that circumstance into a better one that serves you. And that doesn't mean, eh, I can't sparkle right here. I just hate this. I've got to quit. <laughs> no, it means I'm not shining as much as I need to right now. So what do I need to do first to help me shine a little bit stronger till I can break off and shine brighter than I did in this circumstance? The third thing is take action. So it's get round to it, right? <laughs> you know that the circumstances are not serving you. You know that you're not shining as brightly as you can when you're feeling uncomfortable, right? That is your blessing. That is a little knot that's saying, let's just do something. Uh, and or circumstances are going to take over. And just really by design, I believe, it will spin around and spin around until it spins out, right? And so take action, even if it's some small action, even if you don't know, I applaud you if you're listening to this, because this is some action in helping you shine brighter, right? And you were called to listen to this for whatever reason it is. That's an action, but keep it up. Small, consistent actions move you toward what it is that you are supposed to do, what helps you feel better, which helps you shine, excuse me, which re reduces the stress that you have, right? Brings you that clarity to that space of the peace, right? Allowing yourself to have more permission to do that. And so think about what can I do this next week, this next two weeks to do something that makes me better than I was yesterday or the week before and then you stand in that space and say okay I did that what can I do and maybe it's a small step it doesn't always have to be a big leap but they add up just as when you do things and we talked about this I think we were talking one time and you were saying how does stress impact you and it's like you're stressed and you don't know it but after a while your health you feel it physically it's the same thing with positive stuff too, as it is stuff that doesn't serve you, is you keep doing enough positive things and step in the right direction. And maybe you don't know if it's the right direction, but at least it will tell you, <laughs> you took that step, it wasn't the right one. <laughs> so you know to move forward, right? You're still progressing. So those are the three things that I would say that <clears throat> when I go back to that, that's what keeps you resilient. You know, just holding on to those and then using that framework and then aligning it up with what you can fit in those pieces that fits your life because it's unique to you. Mm, I love that. And I think that's 
really important for people to find that opportunity again to take a look at what is within our control, what is outside of our control. I see so many people putting so much energy into being frustrated with things that are beyond their control. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're not taking action on what is. Mm-hmm. And then they're frustrated because they're stuck, but they're, they're not, even tiny steps. You've got yeah. to break out of inertia. That's how we get into momentum. Tiny mm-hmm. steps. It all starts tiny adding steps. up. Tiny steps. Yes, absolutely. This offer of a strategy call with Juliet as her schedule permits. We'll have the links for that in the show notes too. So um, feel free to take advantage of that. Get a couple minutes of these brilliant insights and wisdom because I think that, you know, having this gift for strategy, not everyone does. And I see a lot of people really We get down in the weeds. We can't see where we are, how we got off the path, how far off the path we are. We might be closer to it than we recognize. It might not take a radical change to bring more happiness. And so, you know, I think that getting some perspective, some outside perspective and reflection is priceless. And it helps you make decisions. I mean, that's what I found with me is not only are you clear on where you want to go and you may not be where you're, where you want to be, but you can make decisions along the way as to, well, this course serves me or to do this activity serves me or this one doesn't. So you uh, can really be, it can help you make some decisions. And I'm telling you, once I did this for myself, it saved me so much time and so much money in doing that, that it, it, it was just amazing. And so that's why I'm just really excited to really, and I moved to just do this to help people particularly, you know, professional women at this point. Now this does serve and I do have clients that are male, that's fine. I work with business owners and also folks in corporate, um, you know, at a different level, but this is the uh, most recent venture. So thank you, Susie, for letting me share this gift with your community. Mm, I'm so, so grateful for you making it available. And I had such a great time talking with you today. So thanks for carving out some time in your busy schedule. And um, I hope that, you know, if the program speaks to you, or if you just know you've got to get some of Juliet's genius and work with her in a consulting capacity, you know, see, see if that's a fit, but take what stands out from this conversation, because just, just as you were saying a few minutes ago, if there's a reason that this podcast jumped out at you. This conversation has held you to this point. So don't stop here. Don't put it on the to-do list and forget to come back around to it. Look for something that brings you a little bit of clarity and helps moving you forward in the right direction. So thank you again for joining us. This has been such fun. Oh, I always love talking with you, whether we're on camera, on podcast or not. Thank you so much, Susie. Absolutely. Have a marvelous day. I look forward to connecting with you super soon. Shine on, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.